Welcome back to The Edge. Paid features are coming to Facebook and Instagram. The helpful content update is still going and going and going. And next up for SEOs, indexing. You're listening to news from The Edge for the week of September 5th, 2022, here on Edge of the Web Radio. From the Edge of the Web Studios, here's what we're looking at this week. Sometimes the pre-show is so difficult that it actually gets you <laughs> completely choked up. So sorry we can't share that with you, but uh, thanks a lot, Marty. Really, really appreciate the... Hey, you brought it up, <laughs> and I'm just, I was just asking, like, whoa, what's the deal? <laughs> yeah, okay. So um, I'm now exasperated. Welcome to the show. This is Edge of the I'm Web. I'm mentally scarred, <laughs> by the way. Shared. Okay, well, we'll send you a mug or something like that. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. Swag, here's all. Swag, all right. So, hey, this is Edge of the Web Radio. I'm your host, Aaron Sparks, owner of Site Strategics, digital marketing firm here in Indianapolis, Indiana. We're covering SEO, digital marketing news every week, separate from our weekly interview series. So check that out as well. But we're trying to get more news to you as quickly as possible. Make sure that you check out everything over at edgeofthewebradio.com. That's edgeofthewebradio.com. This is a Site Strategics digital marketing news desk of edge of the web proud to have site strategics our firm as the title sponsor of edge of the web very proud of my team here at site uh we're one of the top seo companies here in the midwest and we're constant learners uh that's the reason for this show so i'll talk a little bit more about them but uh if you're interested in what we can do for you go over to 877 seo for web go no no actually Call that number. Don't go over there. 877-SEO4WEB or 877-736-4932. All right. Morty's on the What home. are you constantly learning? I don't know. I'm learning how to write. <laughs> uh, you beat me at my own joke. <laughs> you beat me at my own joke. I'm not going to let you do it. I'm going to take it over. <laughs> That's Morty Overson. He's the head of SEO branding over at Wix. Morty, thanks for joining us. So what was the joke? Come on. Go ahead and give it. Give it to everybody. Come on. Well, okay. Mm. So this is kind of embarrassing. Really? Really? Um, so, in case you don't know, uh-huh. Aaron and the team over at Edge of the Web Media. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the actual name. Yeah. Uh, well, we registered Edge of the Web Media Group.com last week. So no, you can actually. Perfect. No, if you tell him this, he's going to come up with perfect. a different name every week <laughs> just to make you register them all. <laughs> I know Morty. <laughs> Damn it. Edge <laughs> so, of the Web Media Consultation. They produce the Serps Up podcast uh-huh. over at Wix that Crystal Carter and I host. Uh-huh. Um, so every week, Aaron sends over the audio files and the audiograms and the description of the podcast for us to have a look at, review, and you know, sign Show notes, on. yeah, absolutely. Show notes, all sorts of, of the, the full gamut of SEO production, and they do a wonderful job. Ooh, see? Asterisk. Except for the except for the show description. <laughs> so one time Aaron sent it over and had an AI writer write it. And I'm looking it was at one thing bloody first. sentence, but right, go ahead. It, it go was ahead. not one, it was like three paragraphs <laughs> and it was incomprehensible. <laughs> so I've been in, you know, very sensitive to what he's sending over the description, trying to see if he's sneaking another uh-huh. AI written piece of content in there. Right. So lo and behold, episode three. Which you can check out with Barry Schwartz. Great episode. Check mm-hmm. it out. Wix.com slash learn uh, slash SEO slash learn. And um, I'm looking at the description. I'm like, what's going on here? And I, I, I put a comment there. Aaron, did you use an AI writer again? And he wrote back, no, it was me. <laughs> 
And I, gen- I literally generally thought it was an AI writer. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did? I was I was so um, got back. I, I literally took it over to an AI testing tool. Oh, that's what that that's was. That's what it was, colors. right? Yeah, yeah, all the oh, colors. And it came back into AI. <laughs> it oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm just gonna hang it up. I'm just gonna talk on the mic. I won't, oh, I won't write amazing. anymore. <laughs> it was terrible. It's like 70 percent <laughs> mark on AI. It's like okay, literally. So, who's you the can bot? now advertise Aaron Sparks <laughs> as good as GPT three. <laughs> I'm just gonna tattoo. Anyway, yeah, we we fixed it, and and uh, we'll be doing some interesting uh, descriptions on episode four. How about that? Sounds great. All I'm right. looking forward. Fantastic. Thanks. Thanks for that. More to appreciate it. All right. First article for those who actually are sticking around for news over at The Verge. Alex Heath uh, writes, Meta is planning more paid features for Facebook and Instagram. Meta is setting up a production organization to identify and build possible paid features for Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, according to an internal memo sent to the employees about a week and a half ago. And uh, The Verge actually obtained that. So here's the deal. They've lost a lot of money. They've lost a lot of money in the uh, privacy issues with Apple's ad tracking changes in their iOS. And as a broader pullback in digital ad spending, a kind of reflexive uh, as opposed to where we were in 2020 and 2021. So there was an interview with uh, Meta's VP of Monetization oversighting the group. His name is John Hegeman. said the company is still committed to growing its ad business and that it has no plans to let people pay to turn off the ads and the apps. That said... A lot of other apps have actually activated monetization on there. You've got TikTok that started testing paid subscriptions. Twitter actually has paid super follows. And uh, Discord is actually making its money entirely from this Nitro subscription. And Snapchat actually has rolled out something earlier this year and has actually proven to be a pretty substantial hit for the company. So they're seeing a lot of writing on the walls here. Here's the question. Morty, we know that Facebook has actually been dying on the vine here. I mean, they have billions of users. I, I get that. But the ad revenue has certainly dropped. And people are pushing back from the Facebook in immersion, right? Is this the right play at this point in time? Or is this is a leading indicator of something even even worse down the way? This is when brands have branding problems, but mm-hmm. don't realize they have branding problems. And then try to fix these things by not focusing on the actual problem, which is a branding problem. Which, by the way, goes to show you that and this is a, a point for marketing in general. Hmm. Brand marketing is super important because brand marketing, oh, well, well what's, the, what's the ROI on brand marketing? Show me the ROI in brand marketing. Absolutely. Well, you can't. But brand marketing is what lets you do all the other things that let you have an ROI. It's almost like if you're a farmer, it's, you know, where you take the plow and you rip up the dirt so mm-hmm. you can plant the seeds. You're not even planting the seeds necessarily. You could do that with brand marketing too. You're just ripping up the dirt so you could plant the seeds at a certain point. And that's why these companies, they get stuck in acquisition models, which I guess kind of, you know, human nature, I don't know. But they get stuck in acquisition models and they don't realize the more fundamental problems. And usually those fundamental problems always go back to branding. Yeah. Yeah. And and if they're trying to reclaim some of the growth that they had over the last five years, right, maybe it's plateauing. Maybe it's going down and then there's not going to be a resurgence. You're going to have a leveling off of users that are actually wanting to be in Facebook on a regular basis. I think we're going to be looking at a little bit of prognostication here. We're going to be looking at uh, a pushback on social, a pushback on a lot of these different platforms. And if all of a sudden monetization is now gating everything, people are going to push back even more, right? 
think people are going to find their little like niche on social media, the little like corner of the universe that they operate out of and they, they function on and that's it. As opposed to like broad, yeah. like, you know, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever it is. Yep. You know, you have, I'm, I'm on TikTok. That's my thing. I just do TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right there. You see it on Twitter. I, I, I feel like Twitter's almost dying at this point. There's a lot of arguing inside. I mean, Twitter's always had a lot of arguing, but people are, are. I mean, from my vantage point, they're just giving up. They're not even actually having conversations nearly as no, much. No, there's no conversations anymore. It's just everyone spitting out whatever it is. And it's like, I don't know, to me, it's been pretty flat for a long time. Yes, sir. And the algorithm is terrible by the Twitter. If anybody from Twitter is listening to this, your algorithm sucks. <laughs> so, I mean, put, put a fine point on that, Marty. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Unhelpful. So uh, I, uh, you, you don't know what's going to be happening in, in Facebook, but you can certainly know. You can certainly bet that they're going to be turning off even more users by starting to, to try to put together so many different rooms of monetization in the application. Just do better stuff. Have a better algorithm. Have better and more enjoyable uh, feeds and what have you in there. Don't try to make it something that's not, truly. Well, why do that when you could just milk the user? <laughs> yeah, that's what they're going to be doing. Hey, 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 we are proud to have Site Strategics as a, that's a terrible connection. I mean, my gosh. <laughs> we are Site Strategics, we don't milk users. <laughs> there we go. The people that don't milk. Just cows. <laughs> we're proud to have Site Strategics as a sponsor of Edge of the Web. Our firm's 18 years old, and we're a digital marketing firm, one of the top in the region here in the Northwest. <laughs> Our core specialties are technical SEO, entity SEO, SEM, social media management and marketing, conversion rate optimization that is focused on results. How about that? We've also developed a pretty unique omni-channel media marketing and content curation process guided by our weekly R&D here at Edge of the Web interviews. So uh, we incorporate some of the best strategies to be able to broadcast that content on the omni-channel platforms there. So if you're interested in what we can do for you, give us a call at 877-SEO-FOR-WEB or 877-736-4932. See, I'm trying to beat him to the punch because <laughs> he was about to jump on it. I know he was. The strategy is working now. I'm paranoid. Morty's always waiting. <laughs> now, now he's just being quiet. Yes, he is. You. <laughs> All right. Like dark circling. <laughs> From Search Engine Land, uh, Mr. Danny Goodwin, Google's helpful content update isn't done. SEOs are expecting a massive impact. We talked about it, too, but it hasn't materialized. Google's Danny Sullivan says the update will continue to be refined. And, hey, uh, your podcast is coming out tomorrow, actually Wednesday, and you're talking a lot about the, the update. I got the inside track on all that. And uh, what's your take on the rollout here, Morty? Oh boy. I don't know. I mean, I don't, what do you, what do you say? Like, well, you know, it, 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 it came off like this was like the next, the next black and white animal. Like there was Panda, there was Penguin <laughs> and Glenn Gabe said they should call it Orca. I agree. Like that would have been a great name for this thing. Absolutely. But, uh, right. Yeah. Orca is a great name for a Google update, but, um, it's, it's not much of anything. And, and it's disappointing. Cause I think it's like the one update where SEOs were like, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, get rid of all the crap content. Mm -hmm. You're going to do it, and, and, and nothing happens. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, it's still live. Something could happen. But then it didn't happen. Oh, my gosh. So now we're just still sitting here. I'm still refreshing the summer sensory five minutes, even though only, only updates once a day. So <laughs> not much is happening. And even, even some of the SEOs out there were actually reporting on uh, changes that were happening the week prior. So Yeah, there were some things the week prior that people saw and spotted. but Right. And which, by the way, does correspond to when Google releases an update. Yeah, there's but, always a bit of choppiness before that happens, right? 
Yeah, and even like the last product review update, which you know the 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 weather tools didn't actually capture much, but then you have people like Glenn Gabe coming out mm -hmm. and showing, you know, there was actually big impacts on a lot of websites. Here, I'll show you. Even he's saying for this update, I don't I don't see anything. Nope, not yet. And uh, it was announced. When was it announced? On the twenty fourth of twenty fourth, twenty fifth of August. Yeah, so we're, yeah, yeah. yeah, what are we like? Uh, we're a solid week and a half in. Eleven, right? twelve days into this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's like a little bit upsetting because, like, you know, you kind of want them to get rid of this crap content. I would like to see this thing happen. And uh, I mean, quality uh, is I mean, this this is a big step they're taking. They're actually evaluating the quality of content and maybe they're just being a little bit more cautious than ever before. So right. That could be it could be that it takes a progressively. Um, um, I know the word I'm looking for. It's progressively getting smarter. Mm hmm. As it goes along, it's machine learning, so it's starting off. There's not really much going on, but as it, it sort of refines itself and grows, it'll get more confidence. It'll get bigger, stronger, faster, meaner, whatever you want to, however you want to describe it. I don't, I don't know. Isn't that Certainly a Daft Punk song? <laughs> it yes. is a Daft Punk song. All right. Obviously, we're waiting for quality content to come to the surface, like an orca. See? Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's going to be fantastic. We should all just spritzing, name it anyway. Spritzing right? water everywhere, all over your content. <laughs> Dan Taylor actually says something pretty important here over at DanTaylor.com is indexing the next big challenge in SEO. So check this out, guys. And this, this article, he's in, uh, back on the 27th, right after the algorithm uh, notification. This is really important. I want you guys to actually dive over to that. Go to the show notes and check this article out. This actually deserves its own show. Over the past year, more and more webmasters have been posting on Twitter and Reddit that they've been having issues having large portions of the the website they work on getting indexed okay so the concept here is yes search engines at their core is a profit-driven business model and there's a lot of different type of organizations that are out there that that connect with different social programs and the like but at the end Indexing costs money, costs a huge amount of money to be able to do. I mean, Google has 23 data centers and uh, Dan says, puts his calculation about the top 10 companies for the number of data centers owned and operated. It takes a lot of money to be able to index all of this content. So if we're actually starting to look at the quality of content as Google is with the helpful update, and we're looking at non-duplication and non-AI driven content, um, we could very well be staring at an indexing breakdown where they're not going to be indexing all of the site's content. In fact, um, there was a slide there on this article from Gary Eish on SEO Day highlighting that about 60% of the internet is duplicate. So could this be, this helpful update, be a warning of things to come where we could very well be our sites only being indexed by the quality of the content, not, not just ranking drops, but actually just having content de-indexed but it, because it doesn't come across a particular quality evaluation meter from Google. What do you think about that, Morty? And, and I'm not doing the article full service because this thing is a great insight into uh, what could be things to come. Go ahead, man. Best SEO article I've read in a long time. Yeah. It's a really good article. I really enjoyed it, Dan. Um, you should all read it for sure. It's a, it's a really good point. Like Google, it doesn't have unlimited resources, right? You see they're doing a lot of things in Search Console around giving you information around crawling, like sort of, for example, the URL inspection tool API. Mm -hmm. So you can see, okay, crawl but not indexed. And a lot of stuff, by the way, is crawled and not indexed. And it's a, it's a real problem. There's a lot of garbage on the web. There's, right. it, most of the stuff that's out there doesn't need to be indexed. Let's be honest. Like we're being honest with each other. It does not need to be indexed. 
at, at the same time, it then talks about in the article, you have a lot of AI written content, which Google's going to need to figure that out. So there's a lot of crap to sift through, mm-hmm. and it only makes sense for them to get more and more. It makes sense for the. It makes sense. I think it makes sense for for users. It makes sense for people searching. It makes sense for what you find. It makes sense from a lot of perspectives, and it makes sense from Google's monetary perspective, not to be to be choosier about what they index. And to rely on things like Index Now, which I, you'd have to imagine that Google's going to adopt this thing at some point. Absolutely. And that was the, the focal point of the article. So if pages won't be automatically indexed, then feeding up an Index Now, requesting evaluation of the content, not just to index it, but actually reviewing the quality, the references, the information, and does it fit into your site? And it's not a duplicate of content, it's not a duplicate of issues. That's really yeah. where I, I my bell got rung. Yeah, and I think Martin McDonald in another article mm-hmm. or at a, a, a Twitter thread. I think it was both, maybe both an article and a Twitter thread talking about that. Um, again about 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 indexing. That you know don't understand crawl budget like oh well you know Google could Google says so for my website it's only going to crawl a hundred thousand pages. It's it's. Does Google feel that it should be invested in crawling and recrawling repeatedly your website right. based upon right. how easy it is for access the resource? By the way, the, the core web vitals and you know, speed times and load times all play into this because it uses more resources. But if Google feels like, hey, there's a lot of good content here, I'll keep coming back. If there's a lot of bad quality, slow loading, mm-hmm. that kind of content. We're not going to come back because we only have limited resources. So there's a much, it's a very broad, this whole conversation about what Google is going to be able to index, not able to index, what it chooses to index, doesn't choose to index, and how it behaves when indexing is, is going to be an evolving conversation. And it already has been for a very long time. We just haven't talked enough about it, I guess. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, just poking ahead, at one of the uh, Searching Roundtable articles are going to cover here about crawling certain sections more frequently than others. That's also a tie-in right here is that you could actually have areas and sections of your site de-indexed because if it keeps on coming back to those and sees poor quality in that section or subfolder or what have you, it could very well drop branches of information and not present that to the user because it doesn't deem it worthy from a quality standpoint. Totally. Wow. Check out that article, please, on the on the show notes. Hey, we're also very proud to have InLinks as a sponsor of Edge of the Web. Did you know that entities play a major role in how search engines understand and rank content online? Optimizing your content solely for keywords is a thing of the past. Don't do it. Ranks are signal. Ranks are vanity metrics, like uh, Maurice says. Um, now's the time to actually add entities into the mix and reach higher rankings by using InLinks, an award-winning software in entity. SEO. So InLinks provides some expert level data to be able to navigate and create valuable content and valuable resources that Google will certainly lap up and love. So go over to edgeofthewebradio.com forward slash InLinks, I-N-L-I-N-K-S today to claim your free InLinks account and start creating content that will outperform your competitors. All right. Real quick, hey, uh, we've got a berry blast here, and we've got three articles that we go through each and every week, and uh, I think we're getting some good traction here. Less than two minutes takes on each of these articles. 
first article in the lineup here. Google ads to disapprove ads that don't meet better ad standards from Barry Swartz over there at Search Engine Roundtable. Uh, the Google ads actually had sent out, saw a lot of them fly through over the weekend. Emails on Friday to advertisers of a change coming to its policies in October 2022. The change says if your destination contain ad experiences that do not conform to their better ad standards, then the ads will be disapproved. And uh, if you go over to the destination requirements policy, you got to check out some of the key factors that they can't have interstitials or pop-ups that interfere with the user's ability to see the content requested, uh, sites that disable or interfere with browsers' back buttons. I hate that. We've all seen that before. Uh, websites that don't load quickly on most popular browsers or devices or require download of additional application to view the landing page. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> So I know you're not in the ad space, uh, Morty, but thoughts about this sound like a good deal, huh? Helpful. There he is. <laughs> Article two, Google can crawl site sections more frequently and determine quality by section, says Barry. This was the article that I was talking about here. Google's Gary Eish said on the last Search Off the Record podcast that Google can crawl certain sections of your site more frequently and also infer the quality of certain sections on your site differently. I'm gonna repeat that again because it bears repeating. Can also infer the quality of the, certain sections of your site differently. Uh, about the nine minute mark into the podcast, but Glenn Gabe actually summarized it on Twitter. Uh, he said, Google can infer from a site overall which areas they might need to crawl more frequently if there's a blog subdirectory and there are signals that is popular or important, then Google might want to crawl these more. All right. So uh, a bit more to the article. Certainly go over to uh, Search Engine Roundtable and check that out. What are your thoughts there? Now we just had this conversation about, about indexing being the next prize jewel there. I mean, we could very well see something uh, come out of this, yeah? Yeah, it's cool. And it also goes to what, you know, maybe I think John Mueller was talking about a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. that you have on, on your website, there's you talk about cars, but you also talk about, I don't know, like uh, dental insurance. Like those two things don't make sense. We can, you know, you could see from here that Google understands the different parts of your website and they're yep. analyzing different parts of your website from a quality perspective. And they can see, just inferring from what John also said, what makes sense to have on your site? Does one section make sense for the other section? Or are you talking about two totally different things? And how does that impact the overall site, of, the quality of your website? I think there's a thing here, Morty. I really do. I there's think, a lot of things here. Uh, helpful. <laughs> Very good. Helpful. All right. You know what was really helpful? It was this last point that Barry brought up, and this was really cool. SiteGround is now hosting Bill Slosky's SEO by the Sea for free. Um, it was a hell of a thing for them to do. The site went down due to lack of payment uh, on, on that domain. Uh, the issue appeared to be that the billing was not paid, but when it was brought up to the attention of the hosting company, SiteGround, they decided to reactivate the site for free. Uh, SiteGround wrote on Twitter, we agree that the blog holds significant value for the SEO community, which is why we've reactivated the service. The site should be accessible shortly. Fantastic move by a hosting company, and that's really nice. this is a this is a jewel that should be there in in posterity. It truly is. There's so much rich content and uh, so so many key concepts that Bill put put forth. Right? Do pe good people. Good people do exist. They do absolutely, absolutely. Hey, we do want to make sure that you know about. Page One Power, uh, proud to have Page One Power as a sponsor of Edge of the Web interview series and news series here. Pull up their image. <laughs> 
<laughs> there we go. They're eager to share uh, what they do for our listeners. Hey, they, they do a great deal of link earning, strategic link earning for their clients. With 11 years of experience, they build over 15,000 links each year for their clients' campaigns. They do custom link building, white label link building, technical SEO audits, and content marketing. So go over to edgeofthewebradio.com forward slash page one power today to sign up for a free 30-minute interview. All right. Who is coming up on SEO chat, sir? Um, I have to know the answer to that. I mean, I'll write it out for you. You'll, you'll write it out for me? Sure. Why not? No, I know who is. Who is it? Ah, Doug Thomas Esquire. How do you, how do you, get, how do you get an Esquire? Lawyers. You have to go to law school. Or you have to work for a knight, I think. <laughs> exactly. Like carry the swords and stuff. It's That's like, what I was going for. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's the topic this week? So I'll read you the tweet that I posted. Um, are you a good SEO? Are you a good person? Are you a good person who does good SEO? Find out as Doug R. Thomas Esquire hosts SEO chat all about SEO ethics. 1 p.m. It's Thursday, Eastern Standard Time. Bible, can I plug something else real quick? You certainly can. Go ahead. Okay. So um, Rebecca Burble over at OnCrawl reached out to me. She told me something really cool. What's that? She is biking from Paris. To Brighton for Brighton SEO. And you can like send out a tracker and follow her along and huh. it's something like 300 miles. Isn't that crazy? Wow. You guys think she, I think you can actually join up with her and bike with her from Paris to, to Brighton. That's fantastic. That have, is really freaking nuts. Also, I, I don't know. Is it like a tunnel you go under? Isn't there like a channel in between? I think so. <laughs> no, you just go really fast to kind of skip across oh, the water. It's like a real yeah. Jesus moment. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Well, that's that's fantastic. I won't tell yeah, you what. So check out <laughs> Rebecca. It's um at r e b b r b e l Rev Burble on Twitter. Give her, a, you know, hey, I want to join you. Fantastic. And Brighton Bye. SEO is coming up in August, uh, October, right? Yes. Yeah, you gonna be there? September, October. I uh, know I'm not. It falls out like right, like before or after Yom Kippur. It's like the holiest day of the Jewish year. Got it. So I can't go. All right. It's all right. Really upsetting. I'll be there uh, hopefully the following spring. Long term planner here. There we go. There we go. Well, you all should come. You should bike from Indiana. <laughs> uh, thanks so much, uh, Mordo. I got to call him Mordo more often. Wait, you get my name wrong every week now at the end. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What's... Was it Mor Mor Morby last week? It was Modi. It was Modi. All right. Modi. Thanks so much, Modi. <laughs> Appreciate it. And you can always find him over at Wix and check out the Wix uh, learning hub over there at SEO forward slash learn. Uh, that's it from Edge this week. Uh, make sure that you check out the Michael Fortin or Michelle Fortin, uh, second part of the uh, interview. I had a great interview with him. First part's already lit up. Uh, second part's going to be here probably around Thursday. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel as we move videos through the system. And hey, if you feel up to it, go over to ratethispodcast.com forward slash edge today. Give us a uh, give us a rating on this show as, as possibly on the shows as well. Let us know how we're doing because that's how the algorithm changes for us. So for all of us over the edge, Stay safe, stay well, and do not be a piece of cyber driftwood. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.